Welcome to the Notorious Scoundrels, a Star Wars Legion podcast bringing you the latest news, general perspective, and competitive discussion. Hello and welcome back to the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm back with Mike and Jay. Notorious was, Scoundrels I, Groundhog Edition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say what's up, gentlemen, but we haven't really left from yeah. where we recorded five minutes ago, which, yeah. uh, if you're listening to this, was last week. So, um, yeah, but this will be part two of our Jedi slash Sith episode. And we're going to basically just go through and hot take all the Jedi and rank them and Sith. Yep. And then briefly discuss force upgrades and stuff. Although we are also doing commander and operative slots for these various factions, which we will also do this. So I don't feel like we need to spend quite as much time on each of these. Yeah. Want me to do some housekeeping before we get going? Yes. I would no. uh, love some housekeeping. <laughs> All right, Kyle was like, I would, I would, I would love to hear housekeeping for the second time today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, listen, uh, I'm. I want to say this again for all of you. Number one, thanks for listening. We we appreciate that. If you do want to support us, if you do want us uh, to be able to bring you all this great content, um, you can join us on Patreon for as little as a dollar a month. Um, you can get our third podcast after dark, where we kind of talk about what's going on behind the scenes at, at, at the fifth trooper. We elaborate uh, more on the conversations that we have here. We do theory crafting. We, I mean, the conversation really can go in all kinds of directions because it's just kind of unfiltered and, and, on our Patreon for our Patreon members only. And so not only that, if you go into any of our tiers, uh, we do have, uh, you know, support rewards that we we send out, we try to send out every quarter. And we've done stuff like laser cut. Uh, we did our own laser cut barricades and terrain that we've sent out. Um, this quarter, actually, at certain levels, uh, they're going to actually get, we're doing hostage minis. Uh, with with custom cards and so so I think there's just amazing things that we try to give to all our Patreon supporters and it helps us you know Mike and I are here uh, in my studio and we have an extra mic for Mike and so that's because of our Patreon supporters and when we go to live stream events again that's going to be because of our Patreon supporters the blog we, we've got four new writers um, all you know that all thanks to the Patreon you know um, so that's why we, we pitch the Patreon to, to support everything that we do over here. Yeah. Please go check that out. If you enjoy any of our content. Yeah. And again, I'm going to tease real quick on the Patreon, uh, podcast after dark, we have a new product, um, that even by this episode hasn't been released yet. And you can, we talk about it on the Patreon and we're going to do that in the future, you know, so as little as a dollar, you can listen to that. You're gonna love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also we've got, I don't know at this point, are we still going to have uh, order tokens? Kind I of? don't know. They're going fast. If we do, congratulations, you can still get order tokens. <laughs> if we don't, um, we'll probably do new designs in another 
X months. I don't know how long <laughs> I'm just going to throw X in there, but yeah, well, we may do, you know, the, the four factions will change up and do different art for, we do have uh, notorious scoundrels and fifth trooper tokens. Those will probably stay the same and we'll, we'll just continue like getting those because people seem to like those. So just another way you can support us and, and, and doing everything and get some cool stuff out of it too. By the way, those make great like red slash blue player tokens because one of them is red and one of them is blue. So just like our red and blue sidebars, which you can get on there our you website go. as well. It's like, it's like we had thought of this stuff. Man, geez, this is crazy. <laughs> you would think so. <laughs> Some of it I just lucked into. She, she was like, oh, they're red and they're blue. They're red and wow. blue. I didn't, you know, I was what? trying to do a halo thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So you can get all that. <laughs> the fifth trooper.com. That's all right. right. Let's talk about force users. Do, so okay. real quick, do we want to include Grievous in this discussion? You know, as we were having the force user discussion <clears throat> last week, um, I was considering that. I think General Grievous is... Uh, why, I think yes, but... Uh, we maybe should detail the differences when we talk about General Grievous. He do, he doesn't do anything that Force users do. <laughs> I don't I, I don't think that that's true. And, and yeah, yeah, I yeah, I'd okay. like to I'd like to have that conversation. Okay. Okay. We can have that. I was going to say there's I okay. Yeah, well, I th I think that there's a number of units in that in the game. That, actually, now that I'm thinking this, <laughs> I think that there are a number of units in the game that I would like to quickly pile in a pile and throw them in the corner and never talk about them again today. So I'm going to list them. The first right, is General ahead. Grievous. Yep. The second is Sabine with a dark saber. Um, the third is Agent Callus with his choppy stick. Um, is there anybody else that fits that like profile? I don't, that isn't a force user. I don't, I don't think so. So all of these units their threat range is not range two plus a speed one move. It is just straight range two. Well, well Sabine's, Sabine's a little bit farther different. than that. Yeah. But Callus and Grievous are both range two. Mm -hmm. um, Sabine's is two speed three moves, whatever that ends up being. Um, it's like about 16 inches. Yeah, it's actually the same as two plus range two plus a speed one move. Well, there you go. Sabine fits <laughs> so... in. But, but, most in, but maybe most importantly, they don't have any of the tricks and stuff that yeah. allow you to like bury for free with force push right so you can't you can't bury a unit like if you don't chop a unit up like you you're kind of stuck there i, I say no to grievous the, uh, i don't think he belongs here yeah I, I don't think any of these three units belong there just, i just just I think, like in the just like in the stories he does he is not a jedi they they do operate under a lot of the same premises sure. as far as diving goes though which is what i think you yeah. were probably kind of getting at there Kyle. you know we talked a lot last episode about diving and i think that all three of those characters when used in a melee capacity you should play very similar to how you would dive with jedi yeah you yeah. just have you just have less tools at your disposal to actually bury them properly Re correct yep. yeah. yeah uh all right cool yeah, I agree with you. I think I would exclude them from the force user discussion for the reasons you listed. So, all right. 
let's hit empire first because we literally just did those so okay. i think we can kind of very quickly go through yeah although although we did not talk about operative vader because we did commanders technically dang straight sure. we'll pick so pick a unit we'll rate it go ahead all right go palpatine ahead. uh i'm gonna go with four Three. Four. All right. So I said three, since I'm I'm the odd duck out here. Be- I would have said four in a different meta. I, th- I would have said five in a different meta. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So about the same. I just yeah, yeah, yeah. I think plus one in a different yeah, meta. I, I, I think I put them I put them down one. And maybe this is just a level of play or what we've seen him capable of doing, but I find that that he's great and I've played him and I like him. He's just very complex to use sometimes. And I think that for me just downgrades him one because it you take an already complex kind of archetype right in the force user and you just add that complexity to it with 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 palpatine which just complicates things i i feel like overall in the in the game for you when it's already hard enough (laughs) having a force user right he's just that much harder to 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 play correctly yeah and actually we should we should kind of caveat because our discussion last week was very focused on melee force users so i'd like to count i know where you're going with this I know where you're going with this. I actually think, based on our discussion last week, Palpatine should be in the Grievous, you know, kind of camp where he probably isn't. The conversation we had last week doesn't really relate super well to Palpatine. Yeah, no, it doesn't. And that's kind of the point I'm making because he is a ranged force user. Yeah. And for that reason, you often don't even take force push on him. And he operates extremely differently than all of these other ones that we're about to talk about. So. Yeah, I kind of agree with that, actually. Yeah, I mean, like... Like, clearly he has force powers, but... Yeah, he's not really a force user. Like, the only... I mean, until Barrier, Force Barrier was released, the only force power you ever put on him was anger, which anger, was... Yeah. So it sounds passive. like you guys are at a three with me. No, I mean... <laughs> no, I think he's, he's, I think he's great. <laughs> but, part, of but the, I, part of the reason he's great is because he can zap things from range two away. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, go ahead. Well, I, I think part of the reason he's great is because he's not like the rest of the units on this list. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is like he's he's not a force user, is the reason he's good. Um, well, he's not a saber by, wielder. He's not a saber yeah. wielder, however you want to. By, yeah. the, by the time we get through this, we may not have any units to talk about, boys. <laughs> <laughs> just, just crossing them off the list. Now nah, we're not going to yeah. talk about that one. <laughs> Yeah, he's very he's very different. I think he is very similar in that everything we talked about wanting to create a situation where you want to fight over an area is also true of Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as like keeping him safe via burying him in melee, that's not a thing really with right. Palpatine. In fact, if if you've done that, you probably something's gone horribly wrong for you or your <laughs> opponent yeah. <laughs> in, in yeah. that juncture. Either they've buried Palpatine in melee for you or you, you don't understand how Palpatine works. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> That's pretty safe. All right. 
So three, three, four. Sorry, three, four, four on Palpatine. Uh, Vader, Commander. Oh boy, uh, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I don't know what I gave him two weeks ago, but I'm gonna go with a one. I think you gave him a two. I, I may have. Yeah. And I, I'm, I think I was in a different mood. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to go with one today. Uh, yeah. 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 One. I'm going to say two. Because he's, you know, it's still like, yes, he is slow. And yes, he has difficulty getting in there. But he still can just murder your opponent's entire army once he gets in there. He's, yeah, I think he's the hardest to dive with. Yes. Yeah. No question. I think that reinforces the thing. He, the things that are bad about forest users, he takes and makes them even more bad. But the thing in, in contrast, the things that are good about forest users, he kind of takes and makes even better. You know, he, he's the killiest machine once he gets in there, you know, yep. it's really hard to beat six red dice pierce three with force choke every turn, mm-hmm. um, you know, and, and because he's got access to like Vader's might is an incredible tool, yeah. um, you know, implacable allowing him basically an extra turn, which you can like, re- you know, on your, on your first activation, you can like chop some stuff up, recover, then on your second activation you can use all those force powers you recovered and you know chop some more stuff up um you know he's he's amazing once he's in and he's the most difficult to get there (laughs) well and and he's overcosted, so like you can't like you tried to but like we were talking last week about building a list around them to support them well, he makes it harder because he costs so much. And so when you can just get the operative version of him for less and it can do more. And so it's like, I, I okay. I mean, this is what they, and we're going to talk about in a, in a little while, the Luke's, but like, I don't know. They just, they just made a better version of it in an operative slot. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'll take that one then. And it costs less sold. Yeah. I, I think at the end of the day, um for me the only the pretty much the only thing that matters when gauging jedi is how easy they are to dive all pretty much all of everybody on this list has an i win button printed like if you successfully dive right like the fact that vader hits the i win button like harder than everybody else (laughs) is like cool but like unnecessary you know um and in the fact that all of his strengths are like i can hit the i win button as hard as you know possible that's the part that doesn't matter yeah like the things that the positives that he has you're absolutely right by the time they matter it's like all right it would have mattered for like if he had less like it still would have been fine no matter what like you know but like getting to that point is so hard um, and I think we talked about this when we, I, I might've mentioned this when we were talking about commanders, but I was just like, I, he's just missing something. He's just, there's something he's missing. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's surge on defense. Maybe it's an extra keyword, whatever it is, he's missing something that would make him actually bump up on that, that ranking. Right. But right now he's a one, cause cr- frankly, he he's kind of unusable in my opinion. 
All right, let's do Operative Vader. Kyle, you go first this time. Three. So I'm going to give him a four. Uh, he's kind of my dude as far as Jedi and Sith go, so I might be a little biased. I think I I gave him a four last time, right? I'm gonna well, give we him... didn't go over him last. Oh time. no, right, right. Time. Oh, I'm thinking of uh, yeah, yeah. Jay's over here. So sorry, I'm thinking of my next part of why I'm going to give him a four. So I'm giving him a four, and I have a reason why. So the reason I give him a three is because he doesn't have jump. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a big deal sure. well there, there's two reasons I oh, that's a, a good reason <laughs> the first is he doesn't have jump and the second is because you have to take him with stormtroopers is that fair is that is that fair right now i think so i mean that's okay. a big reason that palpatine's a four and not a five that's th- okay I'll give um I'll give he is that. he is very good at he is uniquely good at some specific things mm-hmm. i think he is probably the best force user at repositioning opposing units for a variety of reasons primarily with the combination of scatter force choke and force push invaders might invaders might yeah um dooku is probably second on that list but he doesn't have as many tools as often as vader does as R- relentless also helps a R- lot yes yeah. right um yeah, so I mean, I went for, uh, I think if you had asked me bef- if we did this before Callus came out, I would have given him a three. But now that Callus is out, I think a four because uh, I think there wasn't as many opportunities to use him. There wasn't as many like lists that really could push him into directions that he needed to be in. And, you know, we did ever since we did that theory crafting on Callus on After Dark, I've just like, I'm in love with this idea because I'm just more and more I think about it. Callus and Operative Vader are so good together that I think it takes Operative Vader to that next level. Yeah, I, I'm not convinced that that list is like better than just like Imperial Officer Operative Vader, but but I, I feel you. I mean, I, I definitely think there's way more to work with with operative vader than commander vader yeah um well and, and where i'll argue is because last week we talked about you know you always want your your force user to go last right well callus gives you that opportunity especially in the like what round like round three four maybe four five where you're using isb and then you you know then you're going one one so you always have orders on operative vader and cal like your most important pieces i i think that's just so clutch for for that yeah i mean i think the combination of seize the initiative and cunning is a big deal there um right like that's that's definitely uh a a good thing to kind of like hit once you're in in the thick of it i definitely feel like um the reason i give operative vader for is you know he he is very good at repositioning things i also think that um he's actually like pretty good at uh, like forcing units that your opponent thought were safe into places where that he can like bury himself you know um it's operative vader is a very i don't want to say he's the hardest piece in the game to use but i think he's probably very close to it but there is some basically you can you can do like weird stuff like um move 
force, I think it's force throw a target, scatter them closer to you. And then you could subsequently like force push them closer to you again before you move and then base them. There's some weird stuff you can do with that. And if you have choke as well, there's like an additional, there's some additional hijinks you can kind of pull with that to like pull their, you can like pull their unit leader even closer. And so um, it can get, it can get out of hand very quickly, specifically if your opponent has never dealt with it before. Um, And for that reason, I think he can be very easy to bury in your opponent's army. Uh, Yeah, I agree. I mean, I've played against a lot of Opera Devader because you've run him a lot <laughs> Le- leading up to leading up to Worlds, the Lost Worlds. Uh, we had a lot of like Jedi Luke versus Opera Devader matches. So yeah, I mean, he's bad in that matchup for a variety of reasons. He is. but that's because yeah. Operative Luke's like, a, yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> well, we're gonna find out what Operative Luke's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, let's do so real quick because we didn't actually do this. On the commander episode, what upgrades would you run with Operative Vader? Force push. So force push, obviously. <laughs> yeah. Um, Number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and for every every unit that we're going to talk about today, that is the answer. Other than yeah, force yeah. push. <laughs> Just to be clear. Um, so force push. So I think I think Operative Vader is in a little bit of a weird spot. He kind of wishes he had a second training slot. Um, I think it depends on the list. If you're running him with another character, um, specifically Callus, I think that training slot is seize the initiative. I think if you're running him in any other format, I think endurance is probably where you want to be. It's, it's (laughs) really tempting to be like, take tenacity, but you need that slot to do something more than that. And he doesn't really have trouble killing things anyway. Uh, He doesn't surge natively. Um, he, you know, which can be a bit of a problem sometimes. Sometimes you only roll like three hits on five red dice, and you're like, "Man, I really need to kill this unit." Force choke's not going to get me there. Um, so, I I understand why tenacity is the thing that people want to take. Um, I also think that the second slot is always force choke um, on this particular version of Vader. I think it's force push, force choke. I don't think it's really close. Um, I could see like a argument for like force barrier, maybe if you're playing like a little bit more defensively. But again, you're playing them with stormtroopers. Who cares? Let them die. They're bad, anyways. Yeah. Um, you know. So I think I think it's just force push, force choke. Yeah, agree. Yeah, yeah, agreed on all that. All right, let's do rebels next. Okay. There's only two options here. Let's All right. Start with, Let's start with Luke. Let's start with Commander Luke. <laughs> uh, yeah, a four. Yeah, I'll give him a four. I'm gonna give him a three. Ooh. All right, Odd Duck. What do you What do you got? Uh, as someone who has a lot of Commander Luke games, um. He's just his his lightsaber pool is kind of unreliable, and he doesn't have Master of the Force. Master of the Force is a big deal for sure. Um, he's probably other than Maul, the Force user you recover the most with. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, I gave him a four because he has jump. 
What did you not give a number to? Because it didn't have jump. Yeah. <laughs> Operative Vader. Yeah, yeah, that's right. But Operative Vader does have Master of the Force, and um, you know, uh, ranged and relentless and a ranged attack with scatter. So, if I if I had to like, if I could take Operative Vader over Commander Luke in a Rebel list, I think I would do it. Oh, I don't agree with that at all. Well, I would at least consider it. They're command cards. They're command- <laughs> I love how he backed off of that. I don't, so, I don't think that's close. so bad. It was so Commander Commander Luke's that. command cards are better. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think yeah. Operative Luke and Commander Luke. Clearly, we're going to talk about Operative yeah. Luke next. The reason I'm giving Commander Luke a four is because uh, he is a has the best force user command hand in the game. And I, I don't think it's yeah. real close. No, I agree. Um, you know, but but cl- clearly he is tied with another force user for best command hand in the game. Yeah. But he's significantly cheaper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, so well, and that like, yeah, yeah. And then you couple that. So so for in my head, and this is coming from uh, I've played I've played him Commander Luke a number of times. I love environmental gear on him with that jump and it's just like oh yeah i'm just gonna none of this stops me from doing what i want to do and i just think like that with boba sabine like that's just so powerful like to just be like i'm just gonna zip right over here like all that stuff you thought that was gonna stop me isn't stopping me now yeah i think nowadays it's probably ascension cables Um, okay just because you basically get to jump twice right yeah, I think I like environmental's cheaper, right? That's the only reason that it's kind of like it. What three or four points cheaper? So like yeah. I, I think I, that's the only reason I say that. If sure. you need, to, yeah. if you're like searching for points, but yeah, ascension cables is, is good so, as well. So let's talk about his command hand real quick and why it's so good. Okay. <laughs> so we just Dodge talked. <laughs> there's yes. So we just talked about how important it is for force users to be able to go last. Mm-hmm. and also to not die when they get shot um so yeah he has three cards that give him dodge tokens uh <laughs> one one of those cards gives him extra defensive effects <laughs> in addition to that full of surprise is full of surprises the best uh force user two pip besides giving to your anger yeah hold up i'm thinking about this Uh, I think I think knowledge and defense might be better. Yeah. Okay. Knowledge and defense, because you, you can get like seven dodge tokens from knowledge and defense. Yeah, and like and you you can yeah, like it it can be pretty stupid. Yeah, yeah. You're right. Okay, that's fair. But knowledge and defense does. I and mean, we're talking about two cards that do essentially the same thing, which is make yep. your Jedi harder to kill, and also be a reactive card if necessary. So you know, part of and then the, the fourth card. Uh... Well, well, okay, hold on. I want to go back. So I'm saying I think it's the best because it's not reliant on as much stuff to happen, right? Because with knowledge and defense, like you, you've had to have, what is it, range? I think it's, it's range one or two. Right. So, so you're, I think you're, you're probably murder balling anyways, but like, yeah. if you know what I mean, but you have to make sure that that's what you did in order to do that with Luke's, it's very independent of anything else and can just kind of happen on its 
to it, protect him. I, I like, guess. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I was at. It's like one Dodge Shogun versus, you know, like sure, like like, like I guess if we're gonna, um, Ranger where do, where does the extra white dice convert into like equaling Dodge tokens? Like probably at the two to three mark. I think once you're like at four on knowledge and defense, like it's just better. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm with you. But yeah, I mean, he, he's got sort of the perfectly tailored force user command hand because you've got essentially four passive slash reactive cards, which are your two pips and your three pips. And then two proactive cards, which are your one pips. <laughs> which is where you want so, them to be. Right. <laughs> and they're not always there. Yeah. So... Yeah, I, he, you're right. He's got the best command hand of any of the Force users. It's I mean, not I, particularly close. Yeah, I, I definitely don't think that, like, I'm not sure any of his command cards are, like, the best command card in that slot, Yeah. right? But I think when you add them up, it's just, like, there's so much value in his command hand, it's, it's really hard to beat it. Mm. It's just well-tailored to do what you want a Force user to be doing. Yeah. Yeah, like there, are, I think you could make the case that some of Dooku and Palpatine's cards in particular have much better and more unique effects on them. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe if either of them had six cards, this would be a different conversation. Well, I think it, defi- it definitely so. would be, I think. But the fact that he's got six command cards, yeah. is a, six decent to awesome yeah. command cards as opposed to like two awesome and one okay well, I, yeah, I mean, the problem is when you put either of the Lukes in your list, you don't want you don't want to give up any of those, right? You're like, uh, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep this. One. Oh, I'm gonna keep this one and this one and this one and the. His, his new three yeah. pip is is give upable, I think. Um, it is. It's but, situational. But other than that, yeah. But it makes yeah, you yeah. think. You still think you're like, I do I yeah. yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> it's and it's one. Go ahead. Well, no, you you first. Well, I was going to say, it's, it's very easy to just like play standing orders on the turn that you would have like played yeah. your normal three pip and kind of like just have that in the bag if you need it, you know. Yep. And when you need it, especially if your opponent doesn't expect you to have I am a Jedi in your hand. Yeah. <laughs> like there are times when you throw that down on the table and your opponent's like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not just, uh, it's. Uh, I guess I lose. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Um, So, yeah. Uh, All right. Well, let's do Jedi Luke. Sure. I'll go first this time because I keep making you guys go first. Aren't we all going to have the same number? Yeah, five. (laughs) Five. (laughs) Are you giving him five? Yeah. I'm going to give him a seven. (laughs) (laughs) It only goes to five. One out of five, seven. (laughs) There are very few units in this game that I have played and felt like unstoppable with (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, in like competitive games. Uh, The few games that I've played with Operative Luke in like a competitive setting, I felt like I was cheating in a way that I didn't do not feel like I'm cheating when I play clones. Um, <laughs> you know, clothes are obviously busted, but like yeah. they still like I don't know. But with Luke, you're just like I do this and I do this and I also do this thing and like oh and I killed that unit and 
oh yeah i i have i have two dodges for my command card too <laughs> by the way <laughs> and uh yeah he he's maybe the single-handed the the unit that if i had to pick a unit to carry any game at any point on his back it's it's operative luke and it's not particularly close um yeah i think he's the he's the best unit at least in a vacuum on this the list that we're going to talk about today i I think there's one that come comes close that we'll talk about but um he's just he's amazing i agree uh i mean he he's got I think part of the reason for that, and we talked just a little bit ago about how much value of a force user is tied in, like how reliably they can get themselves involved, is he's, I think, without question, the toughest force user on this list. Yeah. Both by virtue of having seven health, but also just because he gets so many dodge tokens from his command cards. Yeah. Yeah. And and there's really no penalty to burying him because of disengage. Yep. Um, it yeah i i think the the only reason that i think he sees not as much play is i don't think he's got a great supporting cast in his list that he's played in um which i think is the only reason he's not like the top force user we see um on the tables right now Hmm. yeah and maybe that changes with the a5 yeah it's very Um, possible yeah I, and I, I do think that there are some lists with like captain DLTs and vigilance that are probably underexplored a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I agree with that. You know, like if, if you could take him with um, like B1s. And, yeah. Uh, you know, you know, the, the order control, the, you know, I, I think CIS Jedi and stuff have, there's a lot built into that faction that makes them, uh, uniquely set up, I think, to kind of ru- rule force user tables. Yeah, even when the units themselves are inferior to in a vacuum to their counterparts. Yeah, I definitely yeah. think like if if you're if you're just looking at the force user, operative Luke is at the top. It's not close. Yeah. Um, but when you start looking at the shells that they're that you have to take them with, he kind of yeah. falls down the list to like the second or third or maybe even fourth slot. Yep. All right, let's hit, since you just talked about Separatists, let's hit them next. Well, real quick, what upgrades are you taking on Operative Luke? Force push. <laughs> clearly force clearly, push. Clearly. I'm going to say it for everyone. I just want everybody to know and be yeah. clear. I think his training slot is either tenacity or seize the initiative, again, yeah. depending on the list. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah, uh, tenacity on him is Tenacity so on him is pretty gross. gross. It is. It's, yeah. Oh my god! He I has played... the most ridiculous attack pool. Yeah, I played. <laughs> I played. I played Bushman and he sent a Skywalker and ATSD and just like it was gone. It's like, here's sixteen dice <laughs> yeah, crit with tenacity, here's and I was just like, "Yo, what is? Why? <laughs> like, is this a thing? Yeah. Oh man, so bad. If if you want to do like the thing with in the Mandalorian where he that hallway scene with Jedi Luke. If you want to do that, just take tenacity. And yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what he, that's what he does. He just he goes in there, he's like, I'm gonna swing this lightsaber. You're gonna pick up a unit. <laughs> yeah. Like that's it, just how it works. Yeah. That's so funny that 
they show that Mandalorian showed him like that because that's exactly like how he is in this game. Oh, I, like, I remember. I think I texted Kyle or yeah. Zach like, yeah. when I saw that. I was like, this is Operative Luke. Yeah, <laughs> there this, he is. This is the Operative Luke we have on the table. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I th- good. I think in his other four slots, I am in uh, Jedi Mind Trick on Operative Luke is better than Force Bush a lot of the time. Um, it, it not th- and I'm not saying you should like take one instead of the other. I'm saying you should take both. But because he has disengaged, force pushes a lot less meaningful on him. It's still super important mm-hmm. for like objective play and stuff. But Jedi mind trick with Master of the Force. Oh man, it's if, really if you haven't done it, it's a drug. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like like it's like you have two suppression and you have two suppression and you have two suppression. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. It's just, like uh, it's really gross. Um, and I think his last slot is probably saber throw. Yeah, I think you can make I think you could make the case for reflexes over either saber throw or mind trick. So do you leave so if you have to, do you leave that third slot open then? Is that the one you would leave open? Or? I, I've seen people leave it open. Yeah. I'm I, I would never know. leave it open. I yeah. I the only force user that I pretty much ever unless I'm doing something janky, um that like leave a force slot open on is palpatine. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very much. Uh, I do think that there is a case here for barrier. Yep. Um. Uh, again, maybe I'm not in that sure Wookiee shell list. Is super. Yeah, I think the Wookiee list maybe. Um, but I think the shell often is not super worth protecting. Hmm. I don't think it's that so much because Rebel troopers with DLTs are actually quite offensively efficient, and they their problem is just that they die when they get shot. Yeah. Um. The bigger problem for me with barrier is just that Luke is very rarely near the stuff that you want to be using it on. He's very independent for a force user. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. He he wants to be kind of like aggressively zoning. And you want your squishy rebel units to be hiding. <laughs> or at least kind of like using utilizing the range of that zone so one thing that i like to do with jedi luke is ideally you put him sort of behind a forward line of sight blocker such that if your opponent wants to get within range three of your other units they have to move within threat range of luke um and if you're doing that then luke is too far out ahead to use barrier on anything so i think that's fair that's the primary reason i don't like barry on him it's just that he's which, which I think if you're running in with Wookiees, that's a little different if you're yeah. doing that Wookiee skew. Um, I think Wookiees are like an ideal target for Barrier for a variety of reasons, actually. Yeah. But yeah. Personally, I like reflexes on him just because it, uh, you know, the one turn where you want him to go first, Son of Skywalker, is also the one turn where he doesn't get a free dodge unless you run reflexes. And it also lets you get kind of like extended life out of that full of surprises turn mm-hmm. um you know full of surprises is kind of like the i don't care if i'm exposed you're not going to be able to kill me or even really hurt me with one shot and reflexes allows you to kind of extend that to two shots so yeah i agree uh all right let's do droids there's only two to talk about here let's start with dooku oh man if if you <laughs> Okay. Uh, I'm gonna open with 
I'm gonna go with four. Uh, three and a half, three, three, three and a half, three and a half, three. <laughs> I'm gonna say four slash five. Um, he's to me, he's like the perfect control force user. He's he's what I wish Palpatine was. Um, I think is it like clearly they're different units, but. He to me plays more like to uh, how do I want to how am I trying to say Dooku feels more consistently good over the course of the game as opposed to for Palpatine just like he if he doesn't spike he feels a little a little bit meh I think part of that is the faction yeah I think so too um. Droids are, as you as you already noted, they're uniquely suited to um, uh, support an expensive control piece. Um, but yeah, like if I could take Palpatine and droids over Dooku, I think I would personally. That's fair, especially if you could take him with IRG. <laughs> um, yeah, that'd be silly. Um, it, w- it would be kind of silly. Uh, but um, yeah, I mean, his command clearly he has cunning, which is great. Uh, cunning is a, a great ability in general, and it's especially good on somebody with a laser stick. Um, his command cards are all amazing. They all do unique and str- incredible things. The only one that's kind of situational is um, the two pip. I mean, it's like double the fall is kind of met against like a gun line just because the tokens that you're kicking back are less likely to be super timing sensitive um i agree but for different reasons i mean he's also less likely to be there when you want to actually play that my problem is that double the fall is best against force users so it's best against units that are traditionally kind of bad <laughs> Dooku is de- <laughs> all right, buddy. <laughs> Dooku is definitely a like anti force user, force user, if that yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah, between his command cards and Makashi Mastery, he's kind of explicitly that he is he is a force user counter. He is the duelist. Yes, I, yeah. So for me, I guess it's just like if he had three more cards. I'd probably rate rate him higher, right? Because I just feels like a character that should too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I feel like he just he does he he wants to do more, but he doesn't, and you feel stuck sometimes with him. And and I don't know. That's that's why I ranked him as a sub three. I I'm with you. I also think that um, kind of is hard to fit a T series in. A list with Dooku, it I is. feel like, and yeah. and that to me is a detractor. <laughs> uh, the T series is amazing. I think you want it, one in almost every separatist list if you can get one in there. Um, and the fact that Dooku lists generally run without them, I think, is yeah, not great. Yeah, um, I mean, you can you can pull like a. You know, 
like a BX sniper team or a B1 unit with an E5, almost the same cost as the T series. But yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, uh, it's just he's what I'm fundamentally saying is he's expensive. He is expensive. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's go on to the less expensive Dread Force user. Uh, real quick, upgrades for Dooku. I don't think this is going to be super controversial, but push choke third slot. I, I'm big on reflexes. I know some yeah. people like throw for the shenanigans with the one pip. Um, but I, I think, I think, I think it's reflexes, reflexes and I don't think it's close. Yeah. What about barrier? Hmm. I So personally, I would go push barrier reflexes, I think, if it was me. Um, I don't think he necessarily needs choke. I don't think he uh, he's generally not in the thick of it super quickly so he's probably only using it once or twice a game and i think that he's probably master of the forcing reflexes and barrier every turn who are you burying in that just be ones i think are fine you know Mm. it's not the best use for barrier but i think that he's just back there i guess see i would i i like choke just i know it's more of a like in case type, type like this is just in case something weird goes on but i'm gonna choke you if it happens right but i don't know that seems more in my head that seems more logical than trying to i don't know protect b1s i could care b1s are important jay yeah (laughs) they're also really frustrating to shoot when you're shaving two hits off the top of your attacks yeah that's fair um i lean push choke barrier over reflexes simply because if you're really want those extra dodge tokens you can just give some one of those scanners to like a naked b1 or your up link b1 yeah i you know for me it's for so many points and what he does it's almost like he wants to keep him he like the character is almost like wanting to protect himself like he doesn't care about the rest of the army and so just i don't know it just always felt like that for me like um, yeah. i'm gonna give myself a dodge token screw these b1s <laughs> no i get it <laughs> i've just like I don't run reflexes on him. Um, I've never had Dooku die in a game, and I've used him a lot. So maybe yeah. I'm like too conservative with him. No. But well, I mean, you know, I I'm not sure that's the case. I just think for my play style, I think I would rather have reflexes personally. Yeah. Um, I also think the command slot is just aggressive tactics, and we don't have to really say much else about it. Maybe vigilance. No. If you're running reflexes, but I think it's still AT. Yeah, I agree. 100%. Uh, all right, Maul. Six. <laughs> Six. Come on, Mike. It only goes to five. Five. <laughs> Not close. I'm also giving him a five. Yeah. I, so I was a four, but then like after some of the Invader League stuff and watching people, Kyle play him and other people, I'm like, oh yeah, he's a five. Like he does some crazy stuff. <laughs> he does. Yeah, yeah that standby shenanigans is nuts. Yeah, when you remember to take a standby, I don't know, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, so I think Maul just has so much going for him. He's so it is core. Him plus his droids are basically the same cost as Dooku. So you're getting two activations yep. for the price of one, yep. first of all. Which, 
it also because you have to take commander you're taking a t-series probably you know maybe you're doing something wonky but you're often taking t-series maul his his droids right mm-hmm. and oh my god uh he's he's got two one pips and two pip <laughs> <laughs> his two pip gives him infiltrate or says he can't be shot <laughs> And I don't know, his two one pips are both really good. I just he's he's really quite excellent. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Duel of the Fates is good, primarily because it gives him a dodge token. Sure. Um Phantom Menace is is good, although I think you could argue it's similar to like some of Anakin's cards and that it just gives him a keyword that other characters already have. So uh I actually think, yes, I think that that's fair. But I actually think the value in that card is solely in the initiative in that because of how CIS works, it is a one pit for anything in your army, not just Maul. So Maul still gets to go last when he plays that card. Oh, you you mean at last? Yeah, whichever. Uh, Yeah, yeah. sorry. I I don't know. I'm going to be honest. They're all like super... Yeah, generic yeah. they all sound the same no way. i agree with you about it last um and like yeah i don't know um yeah it's it's ambush that lets you trigger juyo mastery basically yeah which like is, if you which need is to. fine yeah so i i also gave him a five i mean obviously i think he's good i used him in a very early i think i i think he's the like if we're not in a vacuum, I think he's the best force user, and I don't think it's real close. Uh, not in a vacuum. So within the context of his faction, within the context of yeah. factions and supporting pieces, I think Maul is the best force user in the game. I don't think it's real close. I think Ooh. it's I think it's closer, um, simply because we're sort of we haven't talked about his primary weakness yet, which is that he's the most fragile one. Um. He only has he only has one card that gives him a dodge, and the timing is awkward because it's a one pip. Uh, he effectively has five health because you need Juyo mastery. You need to be wounded to be to have Juyo mastery, um, and he doesn't have any other cards that improve his defense. So, um, like it's it's not weird. Think he's the best. <laughs> no, I, I agree, but I think I think you're. You know, it's not as if he's like the perfect combination. You know, like Jedi, he's the polar opposite of Jedi Luke in terms of durability. Um, he's definitely much more fragile. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. Now, I think that he, like, clearly he can do some very unique things. We already talked about the the move move standby thing. He essentially has relentless, uh, except you can the timing of relentless is far more restrictive than Juyo mastery because relentless requires it to be after a move action. And after means immediately after, right? Uh, Geo Mastery, you can attack and then move and move again, or you can attack and dodge and aim. Like, you know, it's just way more flexible. Um, so, yeah, I'm with you, I think. But I, I do think it's important to highlight how fragile he is because while I said that I, I've never lost Dooku in a game, I think that Maul dies in almost every game that I use him. <laughs> um, 
And it's not weird for him to get like punched to death. I mean, I've had him punched to death by a rebel officer. <laughs> you <know>? yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I also think one of the reasons that Maul is so good is that like he's one of the few piece force user pieces. He might be the only force user piece that I feel like you can lose and not automatically lose the game. Yeah. Yeah, that's you fair. Know? Um which I think yes, is he fragile? Absolutely. Um, but I think CIS lists just tend to be packing so much punch in them in addition that oftentimes like the distraction that was Maul sometimes is just enough. Yeah. Because well, it's it's odd because with other ones, like we were talking about this in the earlier ca- the cast from last week, it's that, you know, they're kind of your centerpiece or whatever, but Maul's really he's both he's a centerpiece and a supporting piece to the rest of the army it's real weird how he he kind of rides this middle ground are you familiar with the term distraction carnifex oh so it's tell us it's a 40k term uh well well, that's why yeah there's (laughs) there's this creature in 40k called a carnifex it's basically like an ultralisk from starcraft i'm sure you're familiar Mm -hmm. with that it's this like big angry alien with arms that stab things um and there this comes from like a version of the game where they were like decent but not like absolutely terrifying but also kind of hard to kill so it was kind of like if you ignored them um they would get into your lines and start killing things because they have giant scary arms but if you shot them it would kind of require more effort than you felt like it should and then the rest of the the army would do stuff that's kind of what maul is right he's kind of like a distraction carnifex uh where if he gets in he's gonna mess you up but if you focus on him uh it's gonna require enough effort that the rest of the army is gonna be able to exploit that opening hopefully so distraction carnifex i like that yeah it's a little bit of a tongue-in-cheek term because it's this big, like, scary, terrifying-looking monster that's <laughs> essentially a distraction <laughs> from the other stuff. <laughs> um, but yeah. All right. Uh, last but not least, new every day, huh, Mike? <laughs> last but not least, <laughs> Republic. All right. Oh, the Republic. Uh, who cares? Let's just skip this one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Anakin. <laughs> Anakin. Yeah. Uh two. I'm giving them a zero. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Mike's just thrown away our whole charting system. <laughs> zero. I'm gonna give him a two. Okay. Mike, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sure i'll, I'll don't, take, don't say I'll, he's and don't say he's not rex because obi-wan has the same problem yep I, so first of all they both have that problem i know <laughs> okay all right great so now that we've agreed upon that that is a problem <laughs> yes <laughs> but but it is i guess one we're not talking about at the moment all right so yeah let's let's take it from the top Please. Take it from the top. So Anakin Skywalker has this flaw card. It's not a story the Jedi would tell. And basically at any point, if he's got a suppression token at the beginning of the turn, 
your opponent's just like you can't you can't give your guy an order this turn okay so that's detractor number one and i could forgive that detractor if he in some way shape or form made up for it but the dude's got the worst command hand of all force users and maybe some heroes in the game and it's and it's like his command hand doesn't do anything at all like it it gives him some keywords that he probably should have started the game with to begin with um you know is he 15 points less than kenobi sure does 15 points mean that like he shouldn't have charge uh i don't know commander luke would like to speak with you um you know this guy is like commander luke with with downside i have to stop you because he's only 10 points less than kenobi all right sorry (laughs) sorry (laughs) 10 not 15 make my case for me kyle please continue i'm supporting you i'm (laughs) supporting you mike this this guy is 160 (laughs) points all we can do His, his keywords are less are are worse than commander luke to start the game he's got a flock hard and and his he's got three command cards all of which are worse than luke's worst command card and i i I just i don't see how this is defensible like can he can you play a game where you can like slap saber throw on anakin and like he can run around the battlefield with relentless sure go ahead have some fun i i just like it it's not good you can't there's no argument to be made that it is and the people people trying to make it work like i'm sorry it, it's bad i <sighs> well he had one of those rants coming everyone so here yeah, it is true. Yeah, i'm actually yeah. surprised it took us uh, i mean this is what like three hours into our, our recording <laughs> yeah, session yeah, here, so. yeah. we finally got it uh yeah i mean yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's that's it um i i do like the like i i maybe it's the idea and not the practice but i like the idea of like getting stronger as the game goes on but i understand like what you're saying that maybe he should have had some of the maybe it should have been different but that that's why i said two because unlike mike i follow the rules and I was within our ranking system and said too, because I like the idea of kind of growing throughout I, the game. I like the idea too. I just like maybe have like, like I literally think that all of Anakin's cards could like do the same thing as Commander Luke's original cards plus the text that's on them. And it might not be good enough. <laughs> like I, I don't, but it would be a start. Yeah, I mean, your core point essentially is that the cards don't do anything besides give him keywords that other units have. And and keywords are great, but, like, you're telling me that, like, th- this is one of the only Force users that doesn't have a way to enhance his attack, right? Like, like just about every Force user in the game can, like, double attack or do something crazy that like really changes the game state anakin doesn't have any of that i mean for god's sakes like kenobi's one pip is like i get a standby token i get like four dodges and a couple aims and anakin's is like what is it is it is that the relentless one i don't 
the one pip is outmaneuver and relentless. Yeah. Out, yeah, he gains outmaneuver and relentless, which like okay, but there's also drawbacks on all of these command cards. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, I, I just like I literally think that that card could say outmaneuver relentless anakin can attack twice this turn it's sort of son of skywalker-esque and like it'd be fine so you're selling him slightly short in the because he he does have the strongest when you give him tenacity he does have the strongest lightsaber base attack because it's six surging red with pierce three sure um he also, I mean, Maul doesn't have an attack or a card that enhances his attack either. And Maul's a five. So Maul also natively has eight dice and goes to nine with Yes, tenacity. I'm aware of this. <laughs> um, which is still, by the way, since he doesn't surge, it's still actually it's still worse than Anakin's attack with six red surging in Pierce Three. Also has um, a four red dice saber throw. Yeah, that's true. Um I mean, I agree with most of this, right? I gave him a two. I'm not like an Anakin fan either. Um, there are some. I, I know unique, you're not. Yeah, there are some unique things that he does. You mentioned the saber throw thing. Um, the only other unit that can basically have relentless and jump and saber throw is Maul. Uh, you know, and the saber throw is decent. It's three surging red with Pierce three. You know, usually you can get out of cover shots with jump, so you're basically picking up three dudes. Um, and then yes, his command cards don't do anything except give him keywords, but they give him a combination of keywords that nobody else has. So, uh, you know, individually it does... it's like, okay, relentless, you know, other forces just have relentless. All right. Outmaneuver. You can take situational awareness, master the force. Lots of force users have that search crit. Lots of force users have that exemplar and reliable. Those are both unique to Anakin, but you know. Maybe something he should just have printed on his card anyway. Um, yeah, I get all that. Uh, yeah, I think if he was like 180 points and you just printed all of that stuff on his card and gave him actual command cards, this conversation might be different. But Yeah. I just, uh, an aside that's along the same conversation, but I feel like, <clears throat> I, I I don't know, but like they they took Vader and they took Anakin and they're like, hey, these are supposed to be two powerful Force users, and they just kind of neutered them from the start. And you're just kind of going, uh, all right, I guess. Like, but these are the these are the characters that most people want to play, and you know they feel just less than everything else. Well, I I'm not sure the Vader's super fair. Vader Vader was like on paper pretty mean looking at the start of the game right um but anakin you know i i don't know um this is the chosen one uh maybe he was the chosen one to to be put in the trash can i i don't i don't know um but he definitely wasn't the chosen one for star wars legion um you know you can do some gimmicky things with exemplar um which is in my mind the only really unique thing he's got going for him well um, I, but, yeah I, I wonder too if maybe because <clears throat> the way the game works in a six round scenario right you by the you're not even gonna get all those keywords until it's probably like just barely gonna matter right and so like maybe even if you could have just piled those keywords up on like 
three and two pip and then one pip just did something crazy that like was like and now you know xyz but like it just leads to like because by the time you're playing your one pip it's probably around five but my biggest problem with him is still it's just that he's 10 points cheaper than kenobi i mean this would probably be a different conversation if he was like 140 points and and i think he could be frankly like I, yeah. I mean, maybe I don't know. I mean, I don't even think maybe maybe that. that's too cheap for something that can have force push. But I, you know, I, I don't know. All right, let's talk about Obi Wan. All right, let's do it. Uh, do you want to talk about what force stuff goes? Oh yeah, on I'm sorry. Yeah, let's do that. I know we're actually... trying to avoid me talking negatively about him continually, but yeah. <laughs> no. And we actually need to. We didn't do that from all either, so we should do that from all also. But let's okay. do Anakin real quick. All right. Yeah, I mean, I think Anakin's force push, saber throw, tenacity, and endurance uh, is probably the standard setup. Yep. Um, do you put C's in there for any reason? I think I think the only reason you're running C's is if you're running Anakin and Kenobi and then you're running a gimmick list. Uh, yeah. Which is fine. I've done that before. Um, I'm worried. But, uh, <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen a list here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I don't, that list isn't very good, but it can be uniquely good in certain, certain situations. Context. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think that's the only time. And I think you're trading tenacity for C's at that point. He's probably still on endurance. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Because you need to take a six-point upgrade to negate all of his drawbacks. Because <laughs> 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 he wasn't bad enough. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, Maul. What are you taking? <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> Um, I personally do push and saber throw. I think you could make the case for push and choke just because of how well choke combos with objective play and geo mastery. Mm. Um, I originally started out on team choke and I have since migrated to team throw. Um, yeah, I think I did too, frankly. Yeah, is there any is there any anger play with, with him at all? No. No, anger's bad on anyone except Palpatine. Uh, um, he doesn't really need the aim tokens, and mm. you can't re- like if you're taking wounds, you've done something wrong anyway. So, um, yeah, and those four slots are far too valuable anyway. Like, mm. okay, I mean, you can just take offensive push, and then you get the aim token when you want it, and you yeah. don't take up a four right. slot. Yeah, yeah, that makes more sense. Okay, uh, yeah, sure. But even then, I I don't sure, think he's Kyle. he's not super dumb. <laughs> Desperate for aim tokens. Um, <laughs> well, it's worth noting the offensive push like combos will recover, right? It does. Because because he's yeah. recovering his force powers to get him back. Yep. It, he gets, you know, yeah. Yeah. So I think his first training slot is tenacity all the time. Um because of how GEO mastery works, you have you have it triggered whenever you have GEO mastery triggered. So mm. um You'd also have anger triggered too. It's weird, huh? Well, anger <laughs> is like an instance trigger. I know. Like, I know. I'm just aesthetic check. I'm just. I, I'm just poking the bear. Don't worry, if, everybody. It's like after 11 p.m., so we're getting tired. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, I think you can leave a second training slot blank. In fact, I usually do. Fair. 
All but right. I think you could take offensive push or um, offensive defensive stance there if you want. Or C's if you're running him with in some kind of weird list with other characters or something. I don't know. Sure. Yeah. All right. Last but not least, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Four? Yeah, I'll side on the four train. I'm going to say four, and there is literally just one reason why he's not a five. All right. Go for it. He's not. He's not Rex. Yeah, that's that's, that's it. That's uh, that's the only problem I have with Obi Wan. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. He's he's yeah. not Rex. You know. Um, oh yeah, Rex is so good. Um, <laughs> that's that's it. Otherwise, yeah. I think Obi Wan is like the perfect Force user. Yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi is a Force user that has a command hand, which yeah. is a plus. <laughs> That's a that's a check check he, in the box. He has an amazing command hand. He has an that yes, he's he not only has a command hand, he has an amazing one. Um <laughs> his three pip is kind of but it's still fine. Yeah. Um his two pip and his one pip are his one pip's absurd. Yes. Um for a forest user. Uh you use it once you're buried, and he, he never gets unburied again. That's just yep. how that works. Um and uh, his two pip is, you know, clones don't like to die. Turns out dodge tokens are a supercery, and you know, force barrier, which inevitably inevitably goes on Kenobi, it makes it uh, basically your army kind of invulnerable for a turn. Hmm. Um, not quite, but it's close. Close. Um, or it at least makes your opponent opponents like first three or four shots basically mean nothing. Um, he also starts the game with keywords, which is kind of nice. <laughs> <laughs> what a novel idea! <laughs> um, sorry, I'll stop. Um, uh, yeah, uh, what else? Yeah, on here. So, I, I would like to know Guardian's kind of a trap. I've been mean, like, yeah. sorry, Sue Mastery, like. I was just gonna ask. It's like, do you ever use Guardian? So the answer is yes. You you do use Guardian, but you only use Guardian one, and you spend the dodge token and roll no dice uh, most of the time. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you just want to be rolling your red saves on clones instead of on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like there there are certainly probably times in a game where you want a guardian three if you're like protecting like a box carrier or something like that and mm-hmm. you like the the wounds on kenobi are like less valuable than the wounds on whatever they're shooting at that generally doesn't happen um so you should just be guardian one with Cerasi there um yeah what about pierce do you just eat the pierce on the clone instead of rolling a 50-50 on Kenobi? I think it depends on the clone. Um, Say it's like a phase it, two. Yeah, I'd eat it on the clone. If it was okay. an arc strike, I might I might eat it on Kenobi. Okay. Um, if, it, if it was the difference between an arc strike dying and living, I think I'd take the risk on Kenobi. Okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, I let you know. So I was I put him at a four because of that critical two with the impact too. Like I, you know, in this meta that 
where we're going to see a lot more vehicles now with the 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 party bus and the lat like having critical two impact here is not bad no no it's not um yeah i mean i definitely wish it was search crit but critical two is almost as good yeah yeah it's practically the same thing most of the time yeah, yeah. and you can give them tenacity too if you want mm-hmm. which i would mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah um, which i would <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about his upgrade slots, I yeah, definitely yeah. think it's like tenacity or um, seize. So I actually think there's three options here. There's tenacity, um, seize the initiative if you're like running in with Anakin or something again, gimmicky list. Yeah. But I also think offensive defensive stance isn't terrible here. Um, yeah. I just keep it on defensive stance. Mm-hmm. He takes a dodge action early in the game, generally a couple times. So mm-hmm. getting an extra dodge token out of it isn't the worst. What about grappling hooks? Put, oh, I'm sorry, Kyle. Oh, sorry. No, you. I, I was gonna say do... you put you put grappling hooks on him. Well, he, he doesn't he, have, he a, gear have a gear slot. Oh, right. He has the command slot. That's sorry. Yeah, it's right here. He just pointed at it. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mike. I'm for some reason I was thinking he had a gear slot and I didn't mm. even see it. Sorry. Yeah. My bad. You're good. Oh. You're good. My bad. Um. So I think his four slots are a little weird. I... He, you still have to take force push. Yes, it's it's kind of you look at it and you're like, he's got two force slots. I really want reflexes and I want force barrier, but you really cannot have both. Um, I think it's force push, force barrier. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be force reflexes instead of barrier, but I think barrier is just better. Yeah, I agree. I mean, barrier, you're saving two hits. Reflexes with Sarissa, you're saving one, basically. Yeah, pretty much. And and you, it'd be one thing if like he didn't ha- get dodge tokens otherwise, but he gets so many dodge tokens from so many other things that, uh, you know, for his own purposes, that it's not super critical to have reflexes there. Well, and 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 like from my view, like what you guys have said, force barrier before on on different force users, like eh, maybe. But this one, I'm like, no, he's going to be with everybody. So yeah. yeah, this absolutely makes sense here, you know. And you're shaving hits off clones, so yeah, the, right, the most even better. Valuable thing, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, try and force barrier sniper shots if you can. That's yep. like what you want to be force burying with Kenobi because. Uh, taking a pierce shot off the table against clones is pretty devastating. Um, so do that. Um, what else? Uh, command slot. Yeah, not gear. Aggressive yes. tactics. <laughs> aggressive tactics always. Yeah. End of story. Well, it's the end of the episode. Everybody. All right. <laughs> well, like end of story, I guess. I got like an hour drive home. All right. See you later. See kids. ya. Um, <laughs> like said, end of story. Well, know. for for fun, let's do sort of a recap via just yeah. ranking every because uh, this is a hot takes episode. Let's rank them all, all right. in order yeah, from top to bottom, and let's let's do within faction context because uh, we're not in a world where you can take, you know, Jedi Luke in a different faction or whatever right. so maybe we should be so you just rank you want to start with lowest and go to highest or highest to lowest let's just go highest to lowest uh okay luke and 
are we doing this one by one how are we how, how are we doing this i don't know i guess we didn't really i thought there'd be some <laughs> consensus on this maybe there isn't um yeah. and there's already an app because i would have said mall then op yeah i i would have said mall too oh, uh, well op look is my number one and then mall all right I, um, here's why because i think maybe if more when more stuff comes out for droids i think that maul maybe takes that spot but i think op luke has a lot of other support around him and you can do a lot of other different things within rebels list that just make it just more swiss army knife in my head where like with, you know with the party bus now or tauntauns yeah, yeah. or wookies like look at all my options right <laughs> like for different types of lists so that's i put him at number one for for all the support characters around him yeah uh, it's interesting. I actually, I would put Dooku, I think it's two. Um, Over Jedi Luke? Yeah, I think so. Just surely from a supporting cast. Yeah, that's um, fair. Role. I can see that. I just, you know, not that, not that Luke's cast is bad, but it's not great. You know, it's like, it's not like, I'm not, ex- I'm never excited about the things I'm taking with Luke. Hmm. Whereas, like with in the separatist list, I'm like, ooh, I can take some B twos, you know, like no biggie, you know. Yeah. Um, I guess. I don't know. Um, it just I find like, and and I, again, I think it's because of everything that's out, right? Like, I think you can also it. This isn't competitive, but you could potentially take a four character list with OP. Like there's different things you can do. I don't know. It's just there's a lot of lists you could build around OP Luke that makes it. Yeah. I mean, you can take competitive three character lists with OP yeah. Luke. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, I actually think we've kind of settled on a top three, which yep. is some combination of Maul, Jedi, Luke, and Dooku. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, and I think there's probably that's like a tier. You know, for those that play fantasy football, that's that's a tier, and then uh, below that you've got I think Obi Wan and then Palpatine. Maybe Op Vader and Commander Luke. I would so if we were gonna go in tiers, I would I I I think your first tier is fine. <laughs> I, I'd call that S tier. Yeah. Okay. I think I think your A tier is. Commander Luke Kenobi. Okay, not Palpatine. And I think it stops there. Okay. I think your B tier. I I put I I agree with you, but I also put OP Vader in there. I don't th- I I don't think you could put any of the Imperial commanders anywhere towards uh, for okay. in here, just because stormtroopers are bad. Yep, that's um, fair. I I wish they weren't, but you know. Mm-hmm. We're, so then. Yeah. yeah. No, that's fair. So then B tier is Palpatine and Operative Vader. Palpatine, Op Vader, com- yeah, Commander Vader's in the F tier. Uh, are we, is that everybody? Oh, I think- no. Anakin, Anakin's in like super <laughs> F tier. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Anakin's the worst by far. Uh, so yeah, um, that would be my tier system. Yeah, I mean, I mean, clearly I disagree with the OP Vader, but the other ones I agree with. And then and then Commander Vader and Anakin are somewhere uh, just not usable. I think the Imperial Force users definitely could like slide up the list if like Empire support mm-hmm. supporting structure was in any way, shape, or form good right now. And mm-hmm. just 
I mean, if you're talking about in a vacuum, I think Palpatine is in the S tier. Yeah, I, uh, totally, totally. Yeah. Um, you know, but I definitely think that it's tough to rank them anywhere highly. Like, you know, if in the competitive meta right now, n- nobody's touching Imperial Force users. You know, no. I mean, every like every other Force user, including Anakin, who's like super dumpster tier. Uh, is, is being played you know <laughs> but oh, but the imperial man. force users are not so maybe use use that, that information however you will yeah that's fair all right well you guys look at any final thoughts yeah i mean force users two episodes everybody there you go <laughs> So at the end of the day, the lesson that I hope I taught everyone is play clone Captain Rex. Um. I mean, if if you're playing clones, I think that's the lesson. I think if you're playing rebels or droids, uh, you know, like you, Jedi Luke and or Dooku and or Maul are belong in competitive lists. And for those Empire players, I highly encourage you checking out Callus OP Vader. I think I think there's something there. I mean, it's it, it's a list. I think it's probably the best Force user list that is available to the Empire right now. Um, so if you really want to play Vader, you really want to get him on the table, go go get Callus. Play, yeah. Do some theory crafting with that. I think that's going to be your best options. Yeah. yeah. O- operative Vader. Operative Vader. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we are the Notorious Scoundrels. I'm Kyle. I'm Mike. And I'm tired. <laughs> I'd say stay fresh cheese bags, but maybe just like... You know, go to sleep cheese bags. Go to sleep, yeah. <laughs> there you go.